page 129. Vine. After they captured my sister and me, they put us in a cramped, dark crate that smelled of urine and fear. Somehow, I knew that in order to live, I had to let my old life die. But my sister could not let go of our home. It held to her like a vine stretching across the miles, comforting and strangling. We were still in our crate when she looked at me without seeing, and I knew that the vine had finally snapped. The temporary human. It was Mac who pried open that crate, Mac who bought me, and Mac who raised me like a human baby. I wore diapers, I drank from a bottle, I slept in human beds, sat in human chairs, listened while human words swarmed around me like angry bees. Mac had a wife back then. Helen was quick to laugh, but quick to anger too, especially when I broke something, which was often. Here's what I broke while I lived with Mac and Helen. One crib, 46 glasses, seven lamps, one couch, three shower curtains, three shower curtain rods, one blender, one TV, one radio, three toes. Although those were my own. I broke the blender when I squeezed two tubes of toothpaste and a bottle of glue into it. I broke my toes attempting to swing from a lamp fixture on the ceiling. I broke 46 glasses. Well, it turns out there are many ways to break a glass. Every weekend, Mac and Helen took me in their convertible to a fast food restaurant where they would order me french fries and a strawberry shake. Mac loved to see the expression on the cashier's face when he drove up and said, Could I have some extra ketchup for my kid? I went to baseball games, to the grocery store, to a movie theater, even to the circus. They didn't have a gorilla, by the way. I rode a little motorbike and I blew out birthday candles on a birthday cake. My life was as hu- my life as a human was a glamorous one, although my parents the traditional sorts, definitely would not have approved. Hunger. In my new life as a human, I was well-tended. I ate lettuce leaves with Thousand Island dressing and caramel apples and popcorn with butter. My belly ballooned. But hunger, like food, comes in many shapes and colors. At night, laying alone in my Winnie the Pooh pajamas, I felt hungry for the skilled touch of a grooming friend, for cheerful grunts of a play fight and for the easy safety of my nearby, my nearby troop foraging through shadows. Remember what happened to Tag, I told myself. Don't think about the jungle. Still, sometimes I lay awake wishing for the warmth of another just like me, asleep in a nest of tender prayer plant leaves. I liked having sips of soda poured into my mouth like a bubbling waterfall, but every now and then I longed to search for a tender stalk of arrowroot and to feel the tease of a mango just out of reach still life. One day, Helen came home with something large and flat and wrapped in brown paper. Look what I bought today, she said excitedly as she tore off the paper. A painting to go over the living room couch. It's fruit in a bowl, Max said with a shrug. Big deal. This is fine art. It's called a still life, Helen explained, and I think it's lovely. I dashed over to examine the painting, marveling at the shapes and colors. See? Max, said Max's wife. Ivan likes it. Yeah, but Ivan also likes to roll up poop and throw it at squirrels, Max said. I couldn't take my eyes off the apples and bananas and the grapes in the picture. They looked so real, so inviting, so edible. I reached out to touch a grape, but Helen slapped my hand. Bad boy, Ivan, don't touch. She jerked her thumb at Mac. Honey, go get a hammer and a nail, would ya? While Mac and Helen were busy in the living room, I wandered into the kitchen. A cake covered in thick chocolate frosting sat on the counter. 
I like cake. In fact, I love it. But it wasn't eating I was thinking about. It was painting. The frosting peaked and dripped like waves on a tiny pond. It looked rich and gooey, dark and smooth. <laughs> it kind of looked like mud. I scooped up a handful of frosting. I scooped up another. I headed to the refrigerator door. It was perfect. It's like an empty, white, waiting canvas. The frosting wasn't as easy to work with as jungle mud. It was stickier and, of course, way more tempting to eat. But I kept at it. I scraped off every last bit of that frosting. I might have eaten a little bit of the cake, too, but that's okay. I don't remember what I was trying to paint. A banana, most likely. I suppose I knew I was going to get into trouble. But at that moment, I just didn't care. I wanted to make something, anything, the way that I used to. I wanted to be an artist again. Punishment. I soon learned that humans can screech even louder than monkeys. And after that, I was not allowed back into the kitchen. Babies. Back in those days, the Big Top Mall was smaller. It had a pony ride and a wooden train that bustled around the parking lot, a few bedraggled parrots, and one surly spider monkey. But when Mac brought me, a baby gorilla dressed in a crisp tuxedo, to the mall, everything changed. People came from far and wide to have their pictures taken with me. They brought me blocks and a toy guitar, and they held me in their laps. Once, I even held a baby in mine. She was small and slippery. Bubbles flowed from her lips. She squeezed my fingers. Her rear was puffy with padding, and her legs bowed like bent twigs. I made a face. She made a face. I grunted. She grunted. I was so afraid that she would fall, I squeezed her tightly, and then her mom yanked her away. I wonder if my mother ever worried about dropping us. We always held on, but that's easier to do when your mother is furry. Human babies are kind of an ugly lot, but their eyes are like our baby's eyes. Too big for their faces and for the world. Bed. One day, after many weeks of really loud talking, Helen packed a bag and slammed the front door and never came back. I don't know why. I never know the why of humans. And that night I slept with Mac in his bed. My old nests were woven of leaves and sticks and shaped like his bathtub cool green cocoons. Mac's bed, like mine, was flat, hot, without sticks or stars. Still, he made a sleeping sound, like the rumble my father used to make when all was well, a sound from deep inside his belly. My place. Mac grew sullen. I grew bigger. I became what I was meant to be, too large for chairs, too strong for hugs, and really too big for human life. I tried to stay calm, to move with dignity. I did my best to eat daintily, but human ways are hard to learn, especially when you're not a human. When I saw my new domain, I was thrilled. And who wouldn't have been? There had no furniture to break, no glasses to smash, no toilets to drop Max keys into. It even had a tire swing. I was relieved to have my own place. Somehow, I didn't realize I'd be here quite so long. Now I drink Pepsi, I eat old apples and watch reruns on TV, but many days I forget what I'm supposed to be. Am I a human? Am I a gorilla? Humans have so many words, more than they truly need, and still they have no name for what I am. <laughs>